Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. So tonight I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about gratefulness, being thankful, having an attitude of gratitude, is that okay? And thanksgiving and how it will transform our life. Really, if you'll stay with me, I've got a lot of scripture tonight. I don't want to lose you. If you'll stay with me, I promise you, you'll leave better than you came. Answers will come, I promise you tonight, in every area of your life, family, marriage, health, finances, job, career, school, it affects all of it. Bottom line, the motive behind everything we do should be gratefulness. The motive behind everything we do should be thankfulness. That's the opposite of entitlement, right? You and I have been around people, and you can pick up on that spirit of you owe me, entitlement, I deserve it. I want to kill that tonight. You know, I want to kill that tonight because you and I, as born-again believers, we don't want to walk around with an attitude like the world has of entitlement. You owe it to me. I deserve it. No, 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 no. The motivation behind everything I've done here for 40 years, reminiscing this campus, this North Campus, this building, everything that you and I have done, everything you and I are doing, the motive behind it should be gratefulness and a thankful heart. And when we do that, it empowers everything we do, and we get greater results in all that we do for God. Amen? So get ready. You have your seatbelt on tonight. I'm really excited about the Word tonight because the Word transforms us. Amen? So let's go right to it. Now, the guys told me that I go way too fast, and the computer can't keep up with me. So I'm going to slow down just a little bit, okay? So overflowing gratefulness, that's the title tonight, overflowing gratefulness is what we're talking about, an attitude of gratitude and having a thankful heart. The attitude of gratitude should be the motivation behind all we do, all we do. Colossians chapter 2, verse 7, look what it says in the Living Bible paraphrase, let your roots grow down into him. And draw up nourishment from him. See that you go on growing in the Lord. That's what you're all doing tonight, right? See that you go on growing in the Lord and become strong and vigorous in the truth that you were taught. Let your lives, look at this, overflow. That's where we got the title for the teaching tonight. Let your lives overflow, not with entitlement, or you owe me, or I deserve it, or shouldn't I have it. Let your lives overflow with joy and what? Thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving for all that God has done for you. Let your lives overflow. Everybody say overflow. Let your life overflow. And you know what? Whatever is overflowing is contagious, right? 
Whatever is overflowing out of our life is contagious. My prayer is that, that your love and my love for God and our gratitude and a thankful heart will be contagious to other people. We will affect them and infect them from entitlement to gratitude. Yeah? So notice it says, let your life overflow with what? Joy and thanksgiving for all that God has done for you. Notice that joy is attached to a thankful heart. People who are thankful aren't depressed. People who are thankful destroy toxic emotions. They aren't depressed. They aren't distraught. People with a thankful heart, thankfulness releases joy in your life. Boy, that was worth coming right there. That was worth coming right there. If you're sad or you're down tonight, go home and make a thankful list, a gratitude list, and you'll go to bed happy and not depressed. I promise you. Be thankful, and that's continuous tense. So thankfulness is a mindset. It's not a feeling. Ooh, I love that. Boy, Pastor, that was good. I, that wasn't in my notes. That thankfulness and gratitude is not a feeling. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's an attitude, and it's a choice. Being thankful and being grateful is a choice, not a feeling. It's a mindset. It's a decision. Be thankful in all your circumstances. Boy, that's spiritual maturity right there, right? If you and I can be thankful on a bad day, that speaks of spiritual maturity in your life. You're growing in the Lord. Be thankful in every set of circumstances, for this is God's will for you and those who belong to Christ Jesus. So the will of God is that we're thankful and grateful no matter what's going on in our life. We're thankful and grateful no matter what's going on in our life because we know what's going on in our life is subject to change and will eventually align itself with the Word of God we're standing on. Right? It's just a matter of time. Say it with me. It's just a matter of time for things to turn around. Oh, can we have a praise and Thanksgiving break for that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 44, verse 8. In God, we boast all day long. So it's a continuous attitude, thankfulness, gratefulness. It's the motivation behind all that we do. It will release joy in your life and get rid of depression. You can't be sad and thankful at the same time. You can't be down and grateful at the same time. So we make lists of things we're thankful for, and we meditate on that, declare that, and it gets rid of toxic emotions in our life. In God, not just on Sunday or Wednesday, all day long, all day long, and we praise his name forever. Selah means stop and just think about that. So notice that it's an attitude, it's a mindset, it's not just on Sunday or Wednesday, it's every day, all day long, stopping and thanking God for all that he's done in your life and all that he's about to do in your life. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 and 48. Because you did not serve God with joyfulness and gratitude. Notice again that joy is connected to gratitude. If I can just, in the middle of the night when I wake up 
and a panic attack comes, if I'll just stop and begin to thank God for everything that he's done, that panic will leave, and what? Joy will come. Peace will come. Peace is connected to gratitude. Peace is connected to gratitude. So notice, because you didn't serve God with gratitude and a thankful heart for all the abundance of which he has blessed you with, oh, I like it, all the abundance that he has blessed you with, he said, therefore, you will serve your enemies, toxic emotions, depression, fear, anxiety, worry, lack. Therefore, you'll serve your enemies. We're going to serve somebody. If we don't serve the Lord, we're going to serve the devil, or we're going to serve things, idols. Therefore, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord has sent against you in hunger and thirst, nakedness in lack. He'll put a yoke of iron around your neck until he has destroyed you. Notice he said, we're to serve God with a thankful heart, an attitude of gratitude, and it's connected to our joy. Oh, I love that. I love that. So notice that we're to serve him out of gratefulness and a thankful heart. Psalm 107, verse 22. I love this. I want us all to read this on three. This is so rich. Here we go. One, two, three. Rehearse. Y'all see that? A sacrifice is something you do when you don't feel like doing it, right? So let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And what do you do? How do you do that? You make a list. You rehearse it. You rehearse the list before you go to bed. You rehearse the list when you get up in the morning, before you go to school, before you go to work. You rehearse that list. You remind yourself of how good God is, how great God is, what God's done for you. It's not entitlement. It's not that somebody or someone or God owes me anything or I deserve anything or I'm entitled to anything. I have a grateful and thankful heart, and that's the motivation behind everything I do. I don't do it for people to owe me. We don't do it because we're entitled to it. We do it out of gratitude and a thankful heart. Thus, we get a reward for our service. Oh, praise God. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. How? Rehearsing God's deeds with shouts of joy. Do you all see thanksgiving and joy together? More suicides during the holiday than any other time of the year. More suicides and the holiday more than any time of the year. More depression, anxiety, worry, fear, self-pity, feeling sorry for myself, loneliness. What's the cure? The antidote for all of that is a thankful heart. Say it with me. Thankfulness is connected to joyfulness. Oh, you all sound so good. Praise God. Boy, I really look forward to Wednesday nights, don't y'all? Y'all are special on Wednesday night. So the benefits, what's the benefits of a thankful heart? Number one, it improves your brain and physical health. It's proven. It improves your brain and physical health. The benefits of gratitude and thankfulness improves your brain health and your physical body. Number two, benefit creates happiness. It creates happiness. It creates happiness. Am I going slow enough tonight for the computer? Okay. Number three. 
You sleep better. You sleep better. How many can testify to that? I can testify to that. Wake up in the middle of the night, can't sleep, worrying about some panic attack, worrying about y'all. Okay? So what I do, begin to thank God for y'all. And what happens? You sleep better. Proven fact. A thankful heart, an attitude of gratitude will cause you to sleep better at night. Number four, fourth benefit, is the antidote. You know, um, Dr. can't think of his name. Colbert. Thank you, Daniel. Dr. Colbert. Remember Don Colbert? He's been here before. He wrote a book on, you know, emotions. And the whole book is about having a thankful heart, a heart of gratitude, and it gets rid of toxic emotions in your life. The antidote for toxic emotions, anger, fear, worry, and depression will leave your life through the attitude of gratitude and a thankful heart. Fifth benefit, it opens doors to opportunities. A thankful heart, a grateful heart, attitude is contagious. It will open doors to opportunities. A long time ago, everybody say a long time ago. 39 years ago, to be exact, you know, we started Church on the Rock, and we had about 100 people. And this area, this was a farm, the Omas farm. There were cows right here. And we were meeting in a metal shed over in Mid-Rivers called The Closet. And one day, a little couple came by to see me. They called me. They said, we're, we're, the, we're the accountants for the Omas family. We're the accountants for the Omas family. We heard you're looking for property. We're heard, we heard you're looking for five acres on their pasture of their farmland. I said, yes, we've been negotiating. They said, can we come by and see you? So this little couple in their 70s came by to see me 39 years ago and began to build a relationship. Long story short, you know, they said, you know what? We believe in your vision. Didn't even come to our church. We believe in your vision. We believe in what you want to do, and we want to help support it. We'll do a matching fund for anybody in your church that gives a dollar. We'll give a dollar so you can purchase and pay cash for the five acres that this building sits on, okay? So after, after they said that initially, before they did anything, Kim and I, we took them out to eat, and then afterwards, we sent them a thank you card. We began to ask them, progress days, months, years later, why have you helped Church on the Rock? They gave hundreds of thousands of dollars to this church and never was a member of this church. They're in heaven now. They became spiritual mentors to Kim and I. We were in their, thir I was 30 when we started this church. We were 30 and, and, and 28. They were in their 70s, but we connected. And here's what they said. The reason we continue to give is because you gave us a thank you card. A thank you card opened opportunities to people who gave to this ministry that didn't even attend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Gratefulness and thankfulness opens doors to opportunities. Number six, number six, it attracts quality relationships. It attracts quality, I said, quality relationships. Just like that little couple, it attracts quality relationships. People tend to gravitate where they're respected, honored, and they're, they're, people appreciate their time and their talent. 
It attracts quality relationships, an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness. The seventh benefit, it pleases God. It pleases God. Wow, when we please God, we receive his favor, right? So number eight, the benefits of a thankful heart, it's the evidence of spiritual maturity. When you and I can thank God on the worst day of our life, not for what's happening, but in the middle of what's happening, not for it, but in it. When you and I on that day, no one even knows what we're going through, and we're praising God all day long, and we're giving him the glory, and we're giving him honor, it's evidence I'm growing up. It's evidence of spiritual maturity. But when I'm up and down and in and out, and one day I'm up and one day I'm down, that doesn't show maturity. That shows babyhood, immaturity. So an attitude of gratitude and a thankful heart, thanksgiving, whoa, it's evidence of spiritual maturity. Number nine, it attracts God's favor and God's blessings. Thankfulness attracts God's favor. Whew. Are y'all getting anything out of this tonight? Oh, man, I feel we're getting stronger. Amen. We're contagious with a thankful heart, right? Gratefulness for all that God is doing. We continue to grow. It attracts God's favor and the blessings of the Lord. And number 10, when we show gratefulness and thankfulness to the Lord, we have to express it. It's not enough to think it. You've got to say it. It's not enough to think, well, I'm grateful, doesn't God know? We're to express it, to say it, right? And when we express our gratitude and thankfulness to God, it releases his power. It releases his power in our life. Ooh, I like that. So if you feel weak tonight, just begin on your way home. Father, I want to thank you if I have a car that will make it home. I got gas in the tank. I got money for a Mac attack, right? I'm just thankful I can see, I can hear, right? And you begin to do that, and you know what? Everything's going to change. Power is going to come in your car, your truck. You're going to release the power of God. So why should we be thankful, Pastor? Okay, I see the benefits of it. We had scriptural foundation for it. Thanksgiving, an attitude of gratitude, overflowing, overflowing thanksgiving and gratitude. Why should we be thankful? All that I'm going through, Pastor, why should I be thankful? Because number one, God made you. And God doesn't make junk. And God doesn't make mistakes. You are not a mistake. You are not inferior. You and I are thankful because we are God's workmanship. God made me. Scripture for that, Psalm 139, 13 and 14. Now watch this. You made my whole being. You formed me in my mother's body. Verse 14. I praise you. Why should we praise God? Why should we thank God? Why should we be grateful? I praise you because you made me. Period. I praise you because you made me. Why should we give God praise and thanksgiving? Because he made you. I praise you because you made me an amazing and wonderful way. Now turn to two people and tell them, you are amazing. 
Come on. <laughs> You've been waiting all day to hear that. Somebody tell you, you are amazing. God says you are. God says you are. Why should we praise him? We see the benefits, but what's the motivation? Thankfulness and gratitude. Because God made you. And God doesn't make mistakes. And notice, God don't make junk, right? I praise you because you made me an amazing and wonderful way. What you have done is wonderful, and I know this very well. Boy, don't you love the scriptures? Number two, we should praise him and be thankful and have a gratitude attitude because we're alive. Y'all, y'all heard that. You know, you go up to somebody in the morning and you'll say, how y'all doing today? As long as I'm above ground. Y'all heard that before? How y'all doing today? As long as I'm above ground, Pastor, I'm doing good. So we're going to thank God we're alive. We're alive. We, we still have time to store up treasure in heaven. We still have time to do more good works. Send up lumber for your mansion in heaven, right? So look at the scripture for this, Ecclesiastics 11.8. Be grateful. Look what the Bible says. Be grateful for every year you live. Be grateful for every year you live. So we praise him because he made us. I'm just giving you some starters, okay? You know those little things you put with the logs in the fireplace to get the fire burning? This is just to get you thinking. You praise him because he made you, and he said you're amazing. You praise him because you're alive. And you can still, there's time to make your life count and leave a greater legacy. Number three, I praise him because he saved me. God saved me. Oh, thank you, God, for saving me. This great salvation. L look at the scripture for this. Do y'all see, y'all see, uh, it says, I will trust in your love. My heart is happy because I got a new car or a bigger house or a mom big. No. I, my heart is happy because you saved me. I am happy. I am thankful. I am grateful because you saved me. Oh, I love that. Next, guys, next slide. Number four, why should we praise him? Because God is good to me. Because God is good to me. Is God good to you? Because God is good to me. Wow. You know, Lester Summerall, he's in heaven. Dr. Lester Summerall used to come here every year. And whenever you were with Dr. Summerall, I was always hearing him say this under his breath, God is good. God is good. Here's a guy who was trained by Smith Wigglesworth, Dr. Lester Summerall. And when I would be with him, he'd come here every year. He's in heaven. Whenever we were together under his breath, he was always declaring it. God is good. God is good. God is good. And guess what he was attracting? The goodness of God. Because you get what you say. God is good to me. That's why we want to praise him. Scripture for that, under that, is Psalm 54, verse 6. I will gladly, the worship team doesn't have to pump me up. I will gladly, nobody has to force me to do it. I will gladly offer you a sacrifice. Oh, Lord, I will give you thanks because you are good. Can we read that one on the count of three? It's just so rich. One, two, three. I 
Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number five, why should we give him thanks? Because he answers your prayers. Does God answer your prayers? Please don't say no. Please say yes. Even if he's not, say by faith he's answering your prayers. God answers your prayers. That's why we should praise him and give him thanks offering and thanksgiving and an attitude of gratitude under that. Guys, the scripture for that. Next slide. Psalm 118, verse 21. I praise. You see how much work I gave to this? See all these scriptures? Three of you appreciate that. I'm looking for some appreciation. I praise the Lord for answering my prayers. Well, that's a good confession. I'm going to give you thanks, God, because you answer my prayers and for saving me. Ooh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. That's why we should praise him, because he answers your prayers. And number six, why should I thank him? Because God guides me. God guides me. Can you say that with me? God guides me. Say it with me. I'm his sheep. I hear his voice. And the voice of a stranger, I will not listen to. Because God guides me. I'll praise him. Scripture for that. Scripture for that. I praise the Lord. Why? Because he guides me. I praise the Lord. Why? Because he saved me. I give God thanks. Why? Because he made me. Oh, he guides me. And in the night, my conscience warns me. He speaks to you in the nighttime. Oh, I like it. Number seven. Why should I praise him? Because God forgives me. God forgives me. Ooh, I'm thankful for that. God forgives me. Under that, the scripture for that is this. Tell the Lord, tell him how thankful you are because he's kind to you and he's always forgiving. He's always. There's not one time he says, I won't forgive you. He always is merciful. He always forgives me. Oh, I love it. And he's always kind to me. Lord, I want to tell you how thankful I am tonight before I go to bed that you've forgiven me this day my trespasses, even as I forgive others. Oh, that's the Lord's prayer. Amen. Woo -wee. Am I going slow enough for everybody? Number eight, why should I praise him? Because God will never Stop loving me. Wow. God will never stop loving me. We can't have a healthy life and an abundant life without having a revelation of God's love for us. Ephesians chapter 3, that prayer, I've taught it here. Oh, that we would know the depth, the height, the width, the length of his love for us. God, why am I going to praise you tonight before I go to bed? Why am I going to thank you in the morning? Even when I wake up, may have a headache, don't feel good, stomach ache, bills, unpaid bills in the mailbox. I haven't gone there for a week because I don't want to see what's in the mailbox. God, I'm going to praise you today because you meet all of my needs. I'm going to praise you today. You'll never stop loving me. Scripture for that, under that. Psalm 107, verse 8. Let them give thanks. This is thanksgiving. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfaithfulness.
unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Three ways that we express, I'm going to close with this, but we've given you a foundation, we've given you the benefits, we've given you the why, and now I'm going to give you the how. Okay, just a few. There are over 400 scriptures in the Bible talking about giving God thanks, over 400. Giving God and expressing our thankfulness and our gratitude to God. So there's many more ways than these three. But I just want to give you these three. Is that okay? Three ways to express. Everybody say express. Express my gratitude to God. Number one, singing back to him. Going to really stretch you a little bit tonight. You know that our God is a singing God? <laughs> you didn't know that, huh? Our God is a singing God. Did you know that our God created music? Our God created music. Our, our, God, our God is a singing God. He loves to sing to you. Really, Pastor? Oh, yeah. God loves to sing to you. In fact, the Bible says God sings over you. When we get to heaven throughout eternity, you're going to see God, our creator, singing to us. Let me show you scripture for that. Underneath that, guys, Zephaniah 317. Zephaniah 317. The Lord, your God, is in the midst of you. He's a mighty one. He's a savior who saves us. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction, and in his love, he'll be silent and make no mention of your past sin or ever recall them, but he will rejoice over you with singing. God sings over you, and he's silent over our past. It says he will never bring up our past. Boy, that'd be good for some husbands and wives to remember that, right? y'all see this? He will be silent and make no mention of our past sin or ever recall them. But he will rejoice over you with singing. So you and I can show and express our gratitude and thanksgiving to him by singing back to him. By singing back to him. Because he sings over you. Psalm 147 verse 7. Sing out your thanks to God. There it is. I said that one of the ways we express our thanksgiving to God is singing to him. Look at that scripture. Sing out your thanks to him. Pastor, I can't sing. I can't either. But God don't care. God doesn't care. God's not looking for if we have the pitch or the note or the range. God don't care. God looks at the heart and the motive behind the singing. So can I just double-dog dare you tomorrow morning when you take a shower or you take a bath, which I hope you do before you go to work or school or whatever, and just begin to sing to him? You know, hand on my Bible. Yes, Pastor Kim, I do it every morning in the shower. They won't let me sing here, so I do it every morning in the shower. But I do. And notice, it's scriptural. Sing out your thanks. Don't just think it. Don't just read it. Don't just say it. You are to sing out your thanks to him. 
One time, Marilyn Hickey, Kim, you remember she was here years ago, and I wanted to develop singing in the Spirit in my private devotion more. Remember the prep prep? And Kim and I asked Marilyn Hickey, I said, Marilyn, I want to develop even more in my personal time singing in the Spirit songs and melodies unto God. How do we do that? You want to know what our answer was? She said, just start. Thank you, Marilyn. Just start. Okay? So, so you sing. Everybody say, sing your thanks to God. Sing praises to our God accompanied by the instruments. Colossians 3.17, everything you do or say should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to him, to God the Father, everything we do. So number two, another way we express our thanks to God, we just read it, we sing our thanks to him, but number two, we give our thanks back to him. It's through singing back to him, and number two, giving back to him are ways that we show thanksgiving and an attitude of gratitude. And look what this says. This is powerful. Psalm 54, verse 6. I will offer a sacrifice as a special gift to you, God. I will thank you because you are good. Notice that a gift back to God is an act of worship and thanksgiving and gratitude. So how do I express my thankfulness and gratitude to God? Singing thanks to him and giving back to him. Oh, I like that. I offer as a special gift to you. I will thank you, Lord, because you are good. Deuteronomy 16.10. Celebrate the harvest festival. Honor the Lord your God. This is so good. I'm not boring y'all, am I? I'm about done. Honor the Lord your God by bringing him a free will offering in proportion to the blessing he's given to you. Celebrate the harvest. Honor the Lord your God by bringing him a free will offering in proportion to the blessing he has given unto you. Verse 11, be joyful. Whoops, you guys, we'll go back. Verse 11, be joyful in the Lord's presence. A grateful heart releases the presence of God. A grateful heart is aware of the presence of God. Every time we come over to this North Campus, there's so many memories, and I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. I think that's one of the reasons, and you are too, there's a special anointing here on Wednesday night. Yeah, because gratefulness releases his presence. Be joyful in the Lord's presence together with your children, servants, Levites, foreigners, orphans, widows who live in your towns. Do this at one place of worship. We're to have a place of worship, and there we celebrate with a free will offering in proportion to how he's blessed us, telling him, thank you. Wow. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Psalm 50, verse 23. The people who honor me bring me offerings. We express our gratitude through giving. The people who honor me bring me offerings, and through your offering, you show thanks. Through your offering, you show thanks. And I, God, will save those who do that. Woo! Can we have a praise break? Woo! -wee. 
And number three, as the team comes, so by singing back to him, by giving back to him, and number three, by paying back to God through service. By paying back to God through service. Really, Pastor? Yeah. Look at this. Next slide, guys. Psalm 116, verse 12. What can I give to God for all the benefits he's given to me? How can I repay God for his bountiful dealings? Did y'all see that? Paying God back? Repaying God back for all the benefits, all the blessings, all the goodness, all the things he's done for me and for you? I'm to pay him back. How can I repay God for salvation, for deliverance, for victory, for breakthrough? How can we pay him back? What can I give to God for all of his benefits he gave me? How can I repay? So we express our thankfulness to God through what? Singing back to him, songs and hymns and spiritual songs, giving back to him, offerings, and number three, paying him back through service, serving. How can I repay him for all of his bountiful blessings and dealings? Next verse. I'm going too fast. There we go. I will lift up the cup of salvation and deliverance and a call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord, yes, in the presence of all of his people. Precious and no matter in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints, his loving ones. Oh, Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant. How do we pay him back? Now, we're not saved through serving, but we show our attitude of thankfulness for saving us by our serving. We're not saved through serving, but through serving usher, greeter, children, nursery, parking lot, music, sound, lights, a greeter. We're not saved by serving, but we're paying him back with a heart of service for saving us. We're saying, God, I love you so much and all that you've done for me. I just want to pay it back through wonderful acts of excellence of serving on the dream team at Church on the Rock. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.